episode of Speakers of Heidelin is made possible by our generous patrons. Special thanks to our supreme and master speakers, Omega Cat Comet, Erisu Yamakawa, Circa Barakil, Alex Franco AV, Winebow Brood, Psyche, Azuta Starbreeze, Cletus Oreo, Nina Grimstotter, Nat Clay, Lily Black, Bob Cece, Mikto Robintau, Sapa Chakwatol, Edwin, Arcadia Lunashine, Umbral Wind, Quick Levin, Pamela Isley, Camille Grino, Elenriel Maximus, Coderith Novelist, Mira Miri, Suno Shikano, Celestau Nottrell, Lazy Boy, A Wild Sarah, Luke Osborne, Pandalu Stormarrow, Tex, Kai Lin, AJ Brainswordson, Anathos Moonscar, Arthur Law, Beridan Derard, Sipop, Spencer Christmas, Noi Fafnir, Chesha Saltiri, Celine Deloon, Wubsta Wolf, Face on Masher, and Severa. Support the show and become a patron today at patreon.com slash speakersxiv. Thank you. This is Speakers of Welcome to Speakers of Fidelin episode uh, 316. I'm Lakeel Bravestone and I'm joined today by Yuri Wiston, Mela Vanadar, and Rollo Dez. Hello. 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 It is September 10th, 2022, uh, and today our main topic is uh, an interview that you repeated with Fanbyte, uh, and we'll read some. Uh, there's some some uh, details that dropped from the. Is it a it's a radio show? Is it a podcast or it's a an radio online show? Radio show, I think. Online radio Ooh. show from Aorcia with Love, which is uh, also uh, ending soon. Um, just incidentally, uh, this was the last episode. So oh, it's was ended it? Now. It was from the last episode. Well, there you go. We will Can also be reading. Like, yes, just like tuning a radio and hearing about Final Fantasy. Oh. Like, that'd be crazy. <laughs> that would be crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll also be reading your mogmail speakersxiv.com slash mogmail. Uh, stay tuned for the post show. We'll be answering questions from oh my god, questions from the syndicate, and we will also at the very end of the post show premiere the clip compilation for Ooh. August. Ooh. So make yes. sure you catch that. Something to look forward to. Yes, that is also. I guess that also falls under channel updates on Speaker's Place. You will be able to watch uh, for for our YouTube viewers where the post show will not be posted. Um, uh, you can catch the clip compilation on Speaker's Place. Link is in the description. Tell them about the Norgi video. I'm sorry about the what. The Tell them about the eight. The eight oh video. yeah, there's a new uh, part of the Final Fantasy VIII playthrough as well, where we fight uh, Norg. So uh, if you if you've been I like how that threw you off so much. Yeah, I had no idea what you were talking about. <laughs> yes, Norg uh, fighting the Norg. So uh, catch that if you uh, haven't already. All right, let's jump into recent events. Right, recent events. First off. <clears throat> the callback campaign is back um, starting September 7th, so uh, it has already started. It ends on September 30th, so at the end of the month. Um, you can uh, invite, or, well, if you, okay, I'll just read here. Select, oh shit, I'm missing a part, I think. 
Um, but essentially, mm. uh, you can invite uh, players um, back to the game. You will get uh, an extra option in the context menu when you right-click a friend in the friend list, and it'll say, like, uh, invite friend to return. It has a little icon. Um, uh, and if you do that, uh, they will get cool things. You know what you're getting. You're getting your free playtime. Uh, how much are we getting this time? Goodness, why are we? Mi why am I missing m everything? Uh, because it's not on the page that you probably copied it from, from what I'm reading. Either. That is interesting. It doesn't... Uh, if you invite people to return, yeah. you, you will get uh, five golden chocobo feathers if they purchase a subscription within 90 days of their return. The people oh. who are invited to return get 14 days of free play. They get 99 Etherite tickets and 10 Silver Chocobo Feathers, uh, which are uh, useless. Yes. <laughs> Make sure to use those gold feathers on gold the horrible feathers, Meat Dog. Yeah, yes. Meat Dog's fine. Twintania's brilliant. <clears throat> um, Amber Draft Chocobo, if you've not got it. If you've got too many, Rare Dyes. Yes, yes. And there's no use in keeping them. I've kept mine, I've kept like five of uh, those feathers for, uh, what, five years now? <laughs> and they still haven't added anything new since then, so... Uh, added another meat dog. Yeah, no use in, in uh, hoarding those. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, there are, is a requirement, though. Uh, players to be invited to return must have a service account that has been inactive for at least 90 days, including the free play period. Those who fail to meet this requirement will not receive an email, even, uh, sorry, even if they've been invited to return. Yeah, so that's also happening right now. They're sending out emails to essentially everyone who has an account that's been inactive for at least 90 days. Um, yeah. So there you go. Um, each character registered to a service account can be used to invite friends up to five times as well. So I guess they have that cap. There's a limit on it, yeah. which is fair because, I mean, the gold chocobo ones are actually, they have some value to them. Yes, yes. And it's mm -hmm. a bit, you know, you can get them from a lot of things now. Though. Yeah. Uh, and don't worry about, like, if... if uh, if you're like spamming a friend, if you know that a friend is going to get a lot of requests, it says here that invitation emails will be sent once per day. In the event multiple players send invitations to the same character on the same day, a single email will be sent listing the character names of all the inviters. Oh, so, wow, you can be popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so there you go. Bring, get your friends back for an, uh, a week and then they leave and never come back until you reinvite them well, to come back. They so. have to sub for 90 days. Yeah. Oh, they have to sub within. What? They don't have to sub. They have to sub for you to get the gold chocobo feathers. Oh, to get the gold. Oh, yeah, for yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. they might just be doing it. Just. I like don't care about what they get. Right, right. So, just so we're clear, there's no free time here. For they, they get 14 days of free time. So, they we get 14 days. We, okay. Yeah, that's we what didn't I mean. get anything. That's what yeah. I mean. They'll come back yeah. for 14 days and then they'll flake on you. They'll disappear. They'll never they, will. they will never come back. Yeah, well, then you don't get anything. Exactly. Yeah. So it's just so okay. you can see your friend again and then mm -hmm. slowly see them lose I'm interest gonna and disappear. I'm going to invite Lonergan back. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Orange. Well, no. Oh, he's on different days uh, he's, now, right? yeah, he, he, might uh, he might still be playing. Uh, he's probably still subbed. He, he oh, it's hard to read the text on that one. Well, moving on. Uh, there's upcoming maintenance. <clears throat> uh, 
In order to implement patch 6.2, maintenance will be take place on all worlds at the time below, during which Final Fantasy XIV will be unavailable. We apologize for any inconvenience caused and thank you for your understanding. So this is patch 6.21. It will it will be released on or maintenance for it will start on September 13th at 11 BST uh, AM uh, and 8 PM. So it, will, it will start at 3 BST. 3 yeah, this oh, is a shit. long maintenance. It is. Oh, sorry. I, for some reason, I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Sorry. 3 a.m. to 11 a.m. BST. Uh, uh, that's that's noon to 8 p.m. Uh, AEST. That's kind of awkward times for Australians. Yeah. It's really annoying. Yeah. But it's based on Japanese time, so it's awkward for them as well. Well, true. True, 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 true. Um, <clears throat> it's just hot fixes. Yes. Well, it does have a few... Uh, um, notes at the bottom it says this maintenance will have the following impacts due to infrastructure maintenance the lodestone 14 companion app mog station slash online store will take longer than usual to reflect character information from north american data center worlds that were changed immediately prior to the maintenance there will be times where north american data center server status cannot be viewed on the lodestone there will be times where characters from north american data center worlds <coughs> will not be able to register new accounts or edit character information on the Final Fantasy XIV forums. So, and of course, the most important part, any duty recorder data recorded prior to this maintenance can no longer be replayed after this maintenance, so... So hard to use the duty recorder. There's so many I conditions all, you must... I got all to... your consent, and then apparently I didn't click the right button. Well, that, and... was, that was only the party finder consent. You didn't actually... That's so difficult. You need to yeah, God. it's a lot. What a minefield just to try and record people in yeah. this game. Yeah. For th one bit of content. I know. Uh, it's also, I mean, who uses, like, really... Who I really... want to use it once because I don't know what well, it You just like. want to do it was... for fun. Well, but... you're not even going to get to experience what the true duty recorder was because back in the day, the ideas that they had behind it were so interesting and ambitious mm -hmm. and they've stripped it back to essentially yeah, a forward, fast forward and rewind yep. button you used to be able to go between can you still go between perspectives and stuff and i don't know probably not. i'm not sure probably yeah, not see who knows what it's like these days because no one can use it exactly all right um again mentioning tales from the dawn this time it's um what's his name um hermes Hermes and Meteon, it's called yeah. The Question yeah. of Life. I've read, or at least I've seen, some very interesting <clears> discussion, <throat> with, which I'm sure we'll get to next week. Yes. Yeah, this one, you know, just based on the characters involved, probably worth skipping, but we'll, I mean, I'll be forced to read it. So. Yeah. Um, this, is the sec this is the penultimate one, or is it? Is penultimate, it's the penultimate one. Yeah. Okay. Um, we'll discuss these stories when they're done, so... Um... Yeah, stay tuned for that, I guess. Uh, all right. Um, From Eorzea with Love has, uh, I guess, ended now, uh, which was a... Oh, um, big lot. Yeah, shame. Uh, I was a huge fan. Yeah. Uh, just about to call in on their collar line. <laughs> yeah. Don't know if it worked like that. Didn't mm. they, Ronald, didn't they book you for the next episode? Uh, no, yeah, yeah. I was... I was about to be like, oh, Moshi Mosh, uh, Ronald S. Uh, I'd have loved you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would have been great guys. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, so Yoshida and Soken was uh, there. Um, Kryle's, I think we've said this before, but the, the host of the show is Kryle's voice actor. Um, and Japanese voice actor. Yeah, Japanese voice actor, yes, obviously. Um, so, there are some highlights from this that is worth mentioning and discussing. So, let's go through what Yoshida and Soken said on the on the show. Uh, the devs' residential to decide the story of 7.0 is now over. For context, for Endwalker, Ishikawa has said that the residentials happened in autumn, winter of 2019, though she ended up rewriting some of the plot points just before the deadline. So... That gives us some kind of time scale. Yes. So... Not a great one, but... I mean, it, it means that they're sort of on track, I guess. Yeah, they might be pulling it a little earlier, actually. Closer, than... Yeah, they might be putting it back a bit because yeah. the, they were off off schedule because of COVID. Yeah. Um. So so seven point story has been decided. That's exciting. Um. Or at least outlined. Yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. that's essentially deciding the story. They have the mm. they have the arc. Um. Kryle. This is an interesting point. Kryle will play an active role in the new expansion. Mm -hmm. I've been saying this for a while, but it's nice to get reconfirmation. Mm -hmm. uh, hopefully, they won't forget to, to forget to include her in the, uh, the patch art expansion poster the expansion again. Poster, yeah. Oh yes, she will not be. Included. Well, speaking of the key art for seven point oh, has also already been ordered. Mm -hmm. So there, it's there, that. I mean. They're pretty far ahead in terms of story, what they've decided for the fast. expansion. Um, when Do Art you think yeah, all on. the Scions will be on that chaos again? No. Not a single Scion. It will be Cryle and, Cryle and Graha. I, I think Cryle and Graha will be on it. I can't speak for anyone else. I think it would be boring to just redo it again. Like, so we're just going to have I them. agree. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's always the same. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'd rather see more of, like, the key... Maybe there's a new cast, of, like new gallery of characters yeah. that we're gonna mm. get to know. More fun if we don't know half of them as well, mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. we can speculate. Yeah. Do you think Zero will be on it? That's what I'm thinking. Mm. Yeah. Possibly. I'm reasonably confident Zero is gonna become a mainstay for at least the expansion. Well, since mm -hmm. since we're now getting. <sighs> Since we're now getting close, and we're seeing... Well, Yoshi P said that there's going to be a huge shift in the story. Void soon. invasion. Of yeah, you think it's going to be a void invasion? invasion? Mm. But that's the war that... Um, uh, what's his face? Uh, Golbez. Golbez is planning. But that's we the might not even about. kill him. He could be the main villain of the expansion. Do you I not think, think he'll I be think, a bit... I think, like, I think he's... Yeah. I think he's the door. I think he's Very hiding well the true the villain. Yeah, that's that also could be. I true. mean, Zero could become the main villain. She could be a villain. Mm -hmm. We had the theory last week about Ceramus, maybe, but yeah, because she that was, is... in the, that was in the um. Oh, was that post show? Post -show. If you want to, if you want to reiterate that. Uh, the la well, spoilers for four Final Fantasy four. Shouldn't give a spoiler warning before the the last boss of Final Fantasy IV is Zeramus or Zeramus, whatever, mm -hmm. you, however you pronounce it, uh, which is interesting considering her name is Zero. Uh, we also thought maybe Xenos because they're linked. That's a way for them to bring Xenos back. Uh, maybe they merge. Um, mm. 
And that's because Zeromus is kind of like a, a, a f- sort of flesh alien amalgamation horrible thing. Yeah, he's revo- so. like, oh God, I don't remember exactly, but he's like not... Yeah, I don't remember Zeromus' story. Let's not dig so, into that, but... Yeah, bring Xenos back, merge them. Imagine yeah. if Zero is merged with Xenos in the same way that Asinian is merged with Nidhogg, so that she just has, like, a, Zero- a Xenos in the back of her head talking to her all the time. Mm-hmm. That would be great. Mm-hmm. Poor, <laughs> stuttering. <laughs> yeah. Uh... She could, so she's the last, whatever they were called, who can crystallize people. I I, I do... It's Memorial. Seemed... Memorial. Memoria, so yeah. the, what if she maybe that could be the significant like if she invaded and people were killed and just well no I suppose not because people die here anyway don't they they don't is it it's just crystallizing people that's that's well, that's the... what I was thinking but it yeah. wouldn't really make sense because if they die in Aeosia they just die anyway it's only like yes. Mm, yes they return to the life stream mm-hmm. yeah maybe she crystallizes the life stream <gasps> that sounds well, it's Far-fetched. interesting. It is interesting that you talk say that because I mean we still don't know much about Zero. Like, there's a lot we don't know. I mean, we know hardly anything. We know that she was that she was in the the, the war and that she is uh, yeah. Memoria, but that's it. Contra Memoria. Well, see, that is uh, that's fair chat. Her name isn't actually Zero, so that is a fair thing to bring up. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. But... Well, no, no, but that's I mean. I think that's maybe that's supposed to be on the nose. That's why she calls her zero. Yeah, well, and yeah, yeah. That's supposed to be a hint. Mm-hmm. Remember, they love throwing that out there. Um, but yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see. I think maybe she, because she's very, like, she's learning about how ether works on our world. This, this might play into her yeah. character later. And then she'll turn. I'd like that as, like, a, a villain trope is that you don't realize it. And then when it's too late, they're like, fuck yeah. you. Oh, They've learned too much. Yeah. Oh no! Um, but also, void invasion. Like, what the fuck oh, does that, that even mean? Does mm-hmm. uh, so a lot we of people could have a proper pre-launch event, mm-hmm. very similar to the thing in one with the voids near the ether or whatever. Mm-hmm. That we would be could cool. Have an actual event where. And, for the poor level one players, they're just and getting Yoshi constantly P, killed. Yoshi P and parts of his theme, uh, theme team has experience with doing that. So mm. it would be cool if they like did so that everyone can experience what that feels like. Like yeah. feeling mm-hmm. like you're losing, um, mm. kind of. Um, I've not had that. I've I've not felt an overwhelming enemy since, sadly since Xenos in Stormblood. <laughs> Do you remember like the right. first fight with him where he just completely destroys you? Yeah. And you think, thank mm-hmm. finally a really tough uh, enemy. Yeah. Excuse me, uh Ranjit did that to us. Oh, oh Ranjit was boring. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> I mean, have I that mean, like that that sad feeling or whatever. Mm. Yeah. Or the, not that sad feeling. Um the uh, dreadful feeling like in Shadowbringers where you're like, ooh, I'm vomiting the light. Ooh, right, that's right. That's true. Yeah, that yeah. was pretty cool. That was, that was pretty tense. Uh, we haven't really yeah. felt, though, in Aorcia, like a threat to the realm in the same sense that we did in 1.0. I wished they could do that, which is why I'm hoping that if this is really going to happen, like there's going to be a void invasion of Hydaelyn or uh, what is it? I almost said Urgeis. Uh, <laughs> Urgeis. Aetheris. Aetheris. <laughs> Urgeis. Bless the God ring. bless the ring. Um, 
yeah, if if that's actually happening, I want it to be like epic. Like I want it to like affect oh, yeah. the overworld the way it did in 1.0. I know that that can't be done with um unless you've reached a certain point, but we know they can do that. They, they can, can do that now. They can make you see other things based on your flag on like which quest you're on. They've changed the overworld mm -hmm. to reflect that with the towers before. Uh, people saw the towers yeah, they all can over do that, But they can't have enemies spawning on you because otherwise low level people will see no. it, which is kind of spoil. Uh, obviously. Spoil they can know, just just let it happen. They will just have bought the game and suddenly yeah, they're a level is, 100 voice. Then you're, get, then you're getting into like cataclysm level and yeah, story that's, that's, alterations. That's another thing because we talked about how we wanted a time travel expansion which mm. means that they would need to make like duplicate zones and then you yeah would, like, it would, it would super... and you'd never be able to go back you, you can do that in 11 happens. you can go back in time in 11 uh and then you will just go back to like the cities back b b during the oh god what is the war you know what i mean 11 players when you go back yeah, in time to the, the thing oh yeah the chains of prometheus mm. yes to address chat um yes you can fight them but they do just look like void sent and they don't even mention that they're like um they don't even Crystal mention War, terminus in their name they use very v vague descriptions of what the enemies are right that is true yeah. but yeah. they're still there and well for all intents and purposes they're well w would you be against having an alternate flipped like a uh, um let's say an end game ver like a uh, an expansion version of all the city states I wouldn't be against it. I just don't think they could. They do it in 11. It would be very messy. Oh, it'd be so nice for them to get like a nice fresh coat of paint, though. Yeah. Because boy, they are. It would be cool because it's like it's like okay, now I reach the expansion. You just switch to like uh, expansion Uldar, which I mean, obviously you'd have to be able to go back. Otherwise, you can't do like low level. Would shit. they have to have the same like architecture? Yeah, I would assume. It could I mean, be separate zones, though. They could be complete. Like the layout could be different if it had to be. Well, it could be a distraction. Like, yeah, would, but then you're entering. Then you're sort of separating the player base. You would be, yeah. Yes, you would be, which is a problem, obviously. So, I don't know, but it is possible. Eleven has done it, uh, and you obviously don't spend forever in the in the in that timeline. You come back eventually, and then that's done. So they can do that as well. They can like have it be a. Um, not a permanent location, but a location you can go back to later if you want, like for to take photos or whatever. But you know, you don't have to make it permanent. Like, oh, you reached True. level one hundred. Time to never see anyone below level one hundred again. Oh, I love that. That's not gonna happen. Uh, the babies. Maybe out of here. you've got end yeah. world zones for that, Mela. Well, remember they literally kept you in a in zone for the MSQ this time, That's right? True. They have done it before. Yeah. They literally just did it in a patch. So they can do that again. Uh, they can do that, but it will never be permanent. So if it's, are we only like diving into the past temporarily? We can. Well, maybe we'll find a way to go like back. I don't know. They'll find a way to make it possible to go back. There may be some other quests will continue there. You know, we already know that timelines can be varied. Uh, there are diverging timelines, so maybe we are able to like break the time. I don't know. There's theories. I'm just talking about how plausible it would just, be to do it. Yeah, just bring in 
a new race of time because, travelers. Because to me, that would be the only like way to really have that feeling of an invasion. Because when the Garleans invaded, it was like nothing. None, none of the overworld was like affected by it. We were like only <laughs> at the like entrance to Gimlet Dark. Essentially, was where it felt like there was something happening. The whole realm was about to be invaded. Yet in Old Da, which is <laughs> like it's this shit happening, people juggling. It was a See, great time in Old I mean, it's a nice idea. I just don't even think the next expansion is going to really touch on Eorzea. We no, don't. Well, to be fair, we rarely, don't. Know. It might just be. We do very rarely bring us back to the glorious home. That's true. That we that we love. That's true. That's true. They just give us new zones. Well, they have <laughs> given signals. They never go back to. They've given us signals before that they wanted to have a point where they can focus on Eorzea. So it's also remember when we went into this expansion, that's literally what they said. Like after the expansion they story was over, they said like, I know, you it's so frustrating. Adventure. For like See, that's, 15 that's, minutes. That's essentially how I feel about it. Like, I, it's nice to think these things, but until they show it to me, until they give me enough evidence that it becomes insurmountable in my mind, I just don't want to put hope in this. Hades even mentions it. Like, you know, there's there's a lot we don't know. Yeah, he gave us all these, like, one-off ideas. Y yeah, yeah. How uh, many to Eorzea, other than the twelve? Um, I don't. Don't ask me what he said. Northern I don't empty remember. is kind of close. Northern empty. It's kind of close, but it's not Eorzea. Oh, no. When I say Eorzea, I mean Hydaelyn, but uh, obviously. Oh, well, that's sorry. That then that then we're. On I'm a 1.0 player. Eorzea used to be then. the whole world back in the day. Because I'm thinking <laughs> of Hydaelyn specifically. If you're talking specifically Eorzea, that's where I think that we won't really be addressing. Hydaelyn, yeah, I think we're going to still be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, There's I... still a lot of potential to go almost anywhere. Um, that's for sure. And yes. I, I don't think I mean... the, being in patch 6.2, I think we're still far ways away from... Mm, especially yeah. since we're not. They, they told us we're not hitting the turning point until 6.5. Right. That's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah, we won't even see the twist until 6.5 is what it said. So yeah, it's... Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Okay, anyways. Um, Imagine going back in time to go see Amadipal, Mark, and Nim in their peak. Oh, mm. don't, Yogi. It would be cool. <laughs> would be cool. Why are you getting angry at me? I wasn't the one proposing all these crazy <laughs> ideas first. Yeah, but now you're giving us the War of the Magi, but like we're there. That would be amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I still think that you should make a War of the Magi game in the style of StarCraft. Oh. <laughs> that would be so interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, anyways, when artist Namae Ayumi designed, uh, designed Kryle, there was always a ponytail under her hood. So there you go. That was always okay. there. Yeah. Um, you can see it all, the, all the old concept art, actually. Yeah. They also hinted on uh, Kryle's outfit possibly wow. changing in the future. I hope so. She's the only sign that hasn't had one. Right. Yeah, yeah. but the whatever it's called, Coat of Nine Lives, or whatever the hell it's called. Mm -hmm. It's so iconic. You can wear it around her waist. Yeah. Oh, I suppose so. Wasn't yeah. it given to her by... That's why I said she can, wear it around her... she can wear it around her waist. She won't not have it. She just won't be wearing it on her head. All right. Yeah. We'll allow it. She is, yeah. <laughs> she deserves a glow up. Um, she does, mm -hmm. to be fair. Especially if she's being featured. Yeah. Especially if she's possibly getting a new job. 
Not two. Oh, yeah. 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 Astrologian. Um, we already have one of those. Another one, but <laughs> yeah. this is the better one, right? Because they yeah. learned the new astrologer. Mm, mm. Yeah, she actually mm. doesn't stand in AOEs. <laughs> uh, Nanjo, that's Kryl's voice actress, says she'd like to perform a goofier side to Kryl at some point. Uh, we've already kind of seen <laughs> some of that. Uh, the Disney character. <laughs> Gorsh. <laughs> uh, Warrior of life. Gorsh, Matoya. What do you got there? <laughs> um, Yoshida says that while the show from Aorcia with Love is ending for the 10th anniversary and what comes after, along with expanding 14 even further, he wants to take on new challenges even outside of the game itself. I love that he's like, oh God. From your shit with love is ending, but the game isn't, guys. Listen, yeah. I'm going to do so much uh, after the 10-year anniversary. He's going to start his own online radio show. Yes, that's right. Introducing to Aorcia with hate with Naoki <laughs> Yoshida. Yeah, but he just is really toxic. <laughs> He's just having the meat sweats and smoking. Just hear the yeah. rattling of the rings. Audio's yeah, like he's just, off he's, sync. He's in quarry mill laughing at everyone. <laughs> Never do with your level three, you stupid idiot. Oh, um, well, there you go. That is uh, from Aerosia with Love. Uh, the uh, the deets from from well, that exciting last times episode. ahead. We we now know for show that it you know it's it's done and it's prob it's at least on schedule for. You like, might. We December might next year, be but it probably is looking at be it. Earlier. It might even be a summer, late summer release. Could even Ooh. be late summer, early autumn. Mm -hmm. You never know. Mm -hmm. Depends. Depends. I mean, th we have to remember Live that with hope. We have to remember that the patch schedule is longer now, so I don't know. But remember that there's always this mm -hmm. long gap before the expansion comes mm -hmm. out. That might just be shorter mm -hmm. because of this. So maybe that's just a good, good mm -hmm. change. That's helpful. That. Uh, okay, well there you go. Uh, thank you um, from Eurasia with Love, a show we of course watched and listened to devoutly. We we were we were devout followers. Oh yeah, big of, fans, of this. and sad that Rollo won't be able to go on it. Right, right. Oh. We were hoping, but it, it yeah, it's too late. He so might be on two AOZ with hate instead. Right. I had a had a good moral conundrum to talk to him about. It would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, 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 no. It, it included PewDiePie, that. which is odd. Uh, anyways, uh, let's uh, jump into Mogmail. We have quite a lot, so let's uh, let's get into that. This is from the Twin Towers Among Us. This is a joke oh, that god. very few. Oh god, on this the day of <laughs> bad timing for this mug mail. I feel like. Uh, hi, uh, put, hey. Put a, hmm. put a baby Among Us with the race of the babies, <laughs> so that people understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nikhil doesn't put that much effort into this. No, I'm not gonna <laughs> put that uh, in there. Hey, uh, speakers. On the subject of the next expansion not being in the void due to the lack of settlements, we have actually a lot of zones without human towns or NPCs. This is oh, not what your is on, screen, on the screen. Yeah, I'm so confused. Oh shit. Have I oh oh sorry, have I mixed wait, hold on. I don't even know. Let me just let me just double check here that I haven't My brother's in hiding. No, that's yeah. the right you one. You've just not pasted the right text. This... That's fine. <laughs> is this the wrong is this last week's Mogmail? Yeah. Oh it is. 
Oh it. god. So okay. Your okay. Get, like, get that off the that screen. Was last week. Okay. Well, now I now I have to render that for the. Oh, god damn it! All right, I'll just <laughs> read it. To put work into it. Yeah. Hey, your speakers. Oh, you have to put baby among us. <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> hey, your speakers. On the subject of the next expansion not being in the void due to the lack of settlements, we have actually a lot of zones without human towns or NPCs. Heavensward has areas only populated by dragons, moogles, or goblins, and Endwalker has both the moon and Ultima Thule, neither of which has a single human NPC. Also keep in mind that the Void had many warriors of light, who may have been able to escape with some of their humanity intact, even if their forms are that of Void Scent. Maybe I'm high on copium, but I just think an expansion centered on getting settlements of Void Scent to talk to us and maybe reversing some of the corruption would be nice, perhaps even partnering with some of the remaining Asians to correct their biggest mistake. Also, how fucked would it have been to be like a doman during the Calamity? One day the second moon is gone, and you hear a week later that Garleans dropped it on Eorzea, because they can do that, apparently. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, the Doma question, every single time. Yeah, I hate that. Absolutely. I, uh, um, do you like that even, like, Ilsebard didn't seem to have any effect as well? Right. Yeah, yeah, even closer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, no one got. It was, it was already players. just that shitty there, so it couldn't get any worse. We've we've talked about how mm. how but annoying it's, a moon. it's annoying because it's if you play if you like from one to a realm reborn to heavensward, every time they bring up the calamity, they make it a little less like impactful. They like, yeah, oh, wasn't maybe it wasn't that bad. <laughs> it didn't reach this far. Uh, which is interesting because now we're at the point mm, where it's like, oh, it's just a very localized. Like, it actually, only hurt the shrine. Yeah, it's yeah. a very localized calamity. Um, <laughs> I do that by thing? highlighting how calamitous the the ones beforehand were. They were global. Yes, they yeah. were. Um, and it, even like Louis Soir literally like is literally saying in one point that it's the end of the fucking world if this comes to well, pass. His world, the end of his world. You know, <laughs> yes, yeah, his yeah. world. And by that he meant his realm, it, which was a yours. It would have only. been the end of the world, but because Louis Soir is such a nice and benevolent, powerful old man, he stopped it from affecting the rest of the but world. But you'd place. think yeah. you'd think there'd be some damage, you know, some extreme damage no. all you over. A very Aorzean sense of uh, the world. Okay, yes. I think you need to expand your view a little bit. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. Well, thank you, Louis, well, for saving Doma. The, the good thing is the moon didn't impact the planet because that actually would have been an extinction mm -hmm. level event. It did it explode just, they, it, just above it, though. I mean, I feel yeah, like, like a new. <laughs> I feel like it was. I would it do something to do that. Uh. So. <laughs> The Alligans plan for that. Mm, I see. You have I to have see. a fail safe. All right, I'm convinced. Fair. I'm convinced. They're Lucille over here getting like, <laughs> the organization of the world. Okay, <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, anyways, there's... Um, yeah, so they, they do have a point uh, with the human settlements and stuff. That's... Um... Okay, so I'm... For the most part, I'm, I'm accepting of etherites. I think... The point where I stopped being accepting of etherites was either Elpis or Ultima Thule. <laughs> yeah. Ultima Thule, you can kind of think, well, they're meteors like made up worlds. Mm -hmm. But I, then now you're telling me the dragons had etherites, some random race had etherites. <laughs> no, Thancred made that for us. Oh, sorry. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's true. Yeah, actually. maybe we can yeah. have the same. See, thing. it's kind of the same. The it's the same logic as the calamity, where in like early well, 1.0 and the Realm Reborn, we're like, that was rediscovered elegant technology that the Charlians were able, after a long time, to like figure yeah. out exactly but the how Bowmans to do. Have loads of them. To the. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And then we no, that, that's that. Well, that, there's instances of that happening in real life where two sim, uh, simultaneously existing cultures invent the same thing. That's yeah, yeah that but it's true. The Lord Cable uses that as an example. It is something. curious how they almost all look the same, though. It's like, oh, we, we, well, I mean, because it's the perfect shape, you know, mm. that's the shape it has to be or has to look like that. Yeah, to, yeah, to, yeah. I don't know. I don't think I'm willing to accept the void having them because culturally they basically don't even move right they're like they live in their domain and they stay in the domain yeah what if there's like a evil what if we <laughs> remember evil evil heidelin the oh yeah the zodiac yeah. crystal yeah I that was never that. relevant yeah yeah well, that was it never came thing. up again no. what um, was that evil purple crit? was that dark evil fuel to send you to the opposite side I... of the <laughs> <laughs> Also, maybe we set up every etherite as we go. I mean, that's Alphano repaired the one in the House of the Fierce. Mm. I may accept that. It's one of those. But we just have to. to stop thinking about logic sometimes. Yeah. In in this game, it's, <laughs> sometimes it's just a video game. And it's yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Not everything. I think the trouble is that. They try to lorify so much in this that you kind of get brainwashed well, into lorifying. Well, I think no, I think that what you're yeah, exactly. Well, that's the thing. They they don't really lorify the etherites. They just sort of they exist. try to. Yeah, sometimes well, they do. They have they do. Lore, but eventually, you just need to accept that everyone everywhere has come up with etherites at some point in their history. Yeah, yeah. And yet, nobody uses them. <laughs> <laughs> well, because like it would, you would make you sick. You can't use them. Everybody just travels mm. on boats. Well, or it requires significant amounts of ether. It's easier to use return than it is to teleport to new lo to locations that you aren't attuned to as a home point. Apparently, nobody's traveling by etherite in this world. Like, wh why? And why aren't people like? Yeah, I'll just take the ether right to Horizon. I'll meet you there. No, <laughs> I'm off. I'm All the time. The <laughs> Hey, all the scions say that they use etherites. Yes. Yeah, but the general population... The general public, so what, like, for literally 99% of the population, they're just, like, big, pretty crystals. That yeah, like, ooh. Such, that's such I think it's decoration. I mean, <laughs> maybe, maybe more people use etherites than you think, because apparently Thanker can still use them, and well, he can't manipulate either. What's interesting, well, though, true. is that uh, in... One point. I'm sorry. I don't know why this is coming up so much, but we're talking about lore. So in 1.0, it was suggested that a lot more people used them because a lot of people died in them during the calamity. So there's that is true. They got lost. Yeah. yeah. People could be scared of them now. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. A lot of uh, my my cousin, he was in there once. You wouldn't believe what happened. <laughs> Never came out. Yeah. I don't trust like also, that, brother. We found a abandoned camp, dry bomb, but his head was in Morabi Bay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, a lot of the times when people are moving long distances, they're transporting heavy things that they can't teleport with them. We can do that because we're particularly powerful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we can carry like seven corpses in our pockets at the same time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, anyways, we are off this a little bit. I think we um, off the train. So no, we were on on point because it was talking about. 
population in the void. Yes. Um, it's possible. Think, yeah, I, I, I think the trouble is that so far the established lore is there, it's just full of little floating islands that a couple of people just live on forever. Well, yes. There could be a ground. But space. we haven't seen much of it. Like, yeah, we talked mm. about the theory of there being a ground below that they don't, we don't really see. Um, yeah, that there, there is definitely a possibility that there's more to it. Depends on. I wonder. <laughs> hmm, the expansion. What will the zones be me. like? Six uh, churning mists. I just can't see there being that many. Like, I feel like if there's a void expansion, it will be tied to another location at the same time, Absolutely. such that the void will only end up taking a maximum of three zones and probably only two or one. Yeah, we could just let's let's pull a storm button. We'll do the void and also like the seventh. <laughs> just a random. That we know nothing about. One. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. We'll see. Uh, thank you, uh, Twin Towers. Twin Towers Among Us. Uh, that's a post-show meme. Tough uh, one to explain. Yes. One. Yeah. Not, the, not exactly the right time of year. It is me. not the right time of year for that, but there oh. we are. Yeah. Never forget! Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> right. Tomorrow! Yeah, it's tomorrow. <laughs> All right. All right, moving on. <laughs> this is from Trinity Rain from uh, uh, Fairy. Uh, my brother's in Heidelin. When will you finish and discuss the job quest and the combined cap, que cap quest? It did say cap, not crap. Regardless of your progress, <laughs> I can ask this question without spoiling anything. With the Tatari storyline, we will be interacting with characters from the story the casuals would call optional side content. No content with the story is optional, in my opinion. But say the MSQ tries to bring past... Uh, bring, Sorry. But say the MSQ tries to bring back past optional storylines into the fray like they did oh sorry not i keep adding back to this to bring past optional storylines into the fray like they did with crystal tower say the void quest from shadowbringers will the devs implement mandatory completion if this happens again do you think that particular storyline will play a role in the future msq and do you think some of the optional side stories we had in the past shouldn't have been optional I'm personally upset the Endwalker cap quest story had lore bits that were just optional content, but that's as far as I'll go until you guys discuss it. Thanks again, Trent. Uh, yes. Address, to address the first part. Be, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, the first part will be... So, uh, we will discuss the job quests um, next week. Rollo. We decided on that. <laughs> I told Rollo that. Oh, already. you did. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. they we'll talk about that next week. So that's Trinity next week. Rain. Um but um yeah, they will definitely if they decide that it's you know necessary knowledge, of course they'll make them mandatory. Yeah. I don't think and they, I they, don't they think massive warnings for the crystal tower. If well, they yeah, choose but that's, to. That's easier than void the void quest cuz that is tied behind having four jobs at level 80. Yeah, that is true. What? Oh, the void quests, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, for yeah, some that's reason. Yeah, with it. They, yeah. Yeah, um, I was thinking it was the the fucking uh, mock for some reason storyline. Yeah, 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 void no, no, no. quest. Yeah, right. Um, they could change that at some point to be uh, not requiring um, jobs. At a certain level, uh, as it, when yeah, the, it could just remove the job requirement. Which yeah, would kind that's of be sad, that's just but... a flag you can remove. I mean, as the game gets older and you have multiple you, of these, you 
you can kind of you need the physical dps quest though because that's because without it um the other child i can't remember his name he doesn't even exist right he has to be pulled from the void first yeah well you can still do that as a red mage yeah I mean, you could, but they would have to. Yeah, they would have to. They'll rewrite quite a lot. They would have to rewrite a lot. They I also think would have that to would rewrite. be really. It yeah. would be very messy. But I think if they're gonna make something like, um, I can't remember what the the woman was called by the end of it. But if they're gonna make her like the capstone quest, yeah, mandatory, then you're probably gonna have to make it. So I don't think they're going to make it mandatory. I think they're going to do an unfortunate thing like they did with Gaius and Endwalker where the, you, anything that comes up will be after the MSQ is finished. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not impossible, though. They but have yeah, done well, a lot of... It was of... optional, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's stupid. Mm-hmm. I, I just think it's so funny, though, if they just don't ever address it. Because sometimes they just put, like, the most bonkers characters in, like, MSQ cutscenes... And they're like waving or something, and they're like the most important dude in this other quest line. Yes, or like yeah. the yeah. worst dude known to man. Yeah, like the astrologian guy mm. from the, he's he's just there. Yes, he's just fucking there. <laughs> that man should be in jail. Yeah, get his ass. He's not. No, he shouldn't because nothing he did is illegal in Charlian. Get his ass. Get him. Well, you can do that. <laughs> fucking and he's just like he's in the Endwalker cutscene. He's just like walking. Like, yeah, because he's still a member. He's still a member of the forum. He was never Get fired. Man. <laughs> and uh, if you don't know, you're like, oh, I guess that one random a uh, Charlie dude just doesn't have a hat I mean, on. I wonder why. He's yeah. still an asshole. Yeah, because he still votes against all of our proposals. That's true. That's true. Kill uh, him. Yeah. <laughs> get him out of there how's that well, legal well i so anyway I learned today that rollo has a very interesting definition of what is morally right and wrong. Yes. Yeah. Yes. anyway so i i don't think it's impossible for them to make anything mandatory i think if they want to make something mandatory they'll do it but it'll yeah, require yes. work to do so obviously so mm. uh i think that <laughs> I think yeah. they'd just rather not <laughs> with some content. Yeah, that's essentially my perspective is that I just don't think they would bother. No. They can if they absolutely need to or want to, but I just don't think they do. Mm-hmm. Right. I think the trouble with the role quests in both expansions was just... I mean, they were obviously forced. It's like, hey, I need a dude with a sword and a shield, and that's the only dude I'll take. It's like... <laughs> Well, really, any class could have done any of those quests for the most part. Uh, and especially no, with... Uh, specific... The healer ones, especially, generally you need a healer because there's well, a lot of... Is... Yeah. Generally, healing is tied directly into the quest line. <clears throat> Maybe yeah. the healer ones, but most of the other ones, I don't think <clears throat> I really required the role. It was just... Yeah. You know, because they needed to have, you know, a new version of job quests. Mm. I think the ones that are easiest and most likely to be implemented as mandatory would be raids, eight mans, 24 mans, and trials. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. They aren't even particularly hard to do these days, honestly. 
I mean, even no, if you no. like, even if you have to do something like I don't know, um, uh, what's the robot one? Yeah, Omega. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. Omega raids. Oh, it's uh, about Nia. <laughs> no. Yeah, they'll never make Nia mandatory. No. <laughs> if if you do like the Omega, like I don't know, maybe the key time might be a little rough, but it's in a roulette, so mm-hmm. come on. Yeah, yeah, you'll get there. You'll probably be like 10, 15 minutes per run sometimes, but yeah, I mean, yeah. all of the Omega raids were part of the. Um, Moodle Tombstone event most recently. True. Mm-hmm. That's true. true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, we'll uh, we'll um, we'll see. Uh, thank see you. you. Next week. See you, see you next week, Trinity Rain. <laughs> uh, thank you for a mug mail. Next is by Woobster Wolf from Phoenix. Um, hello, speakers. This is a lore thing. Uh, there is something I wonder if you guys are aware of, and that is the fact that at one point during the Heavens Ward MSQ, it was mentioned a dragon had escaped from Alsis La. Oh, I just remembered. There's probably... Oh, God, there it is. Oh, oh God. Uh, I need to pause this that. This get out of nowhere. Yeah. Um... Not a worm. And I always had this theory that uh, of it being uh, Asdaya and the location that it is in being related to the creation of the Ixalion, because th- this is because of the undeniable relation to the two creatures that you can see from the head, mold, horns, and feathers, uh, as seen in the picture, uh, and the fact that we now know Asdaya flew into a void gate. This might cement the theory that uh, theory even more that the Allegans might have extracted some Asdaya DNA to create whatever the Ixalion were, that then turned into the Ixal. What do you guys think of this theory, and do you think, uh, or do you think you, and do you think you agree with me? If you don't, I will lock you up in my egg room. Thank you and goodbye. Yeah. Fart noises. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> and a brap to you too. Uh, yeah. Well brapped, sir. Yeah, a hearty brap to you, my good sir. Um, well, um, I mean, it's been a while. <clears throat> it has been a while. And it's it's probably a case of them sort of just it it just happens to fit yeah and i don't think they necessarily would they want to plan this probably but why not it was around the right time i think yeah it probably would be wouldn't it so if it was while as Islaw was actually in operation yeah then how many that years? Been at the height so, of the Allegan Empire. So when did she, I don't? When did Asdaya go into the Void Gate? Did we, what was? I think it was towards the tail end of the Mercidian campaign. It, okay. Yeah. So yeah, it was to right. kind of end that war, if possible. Um, the issue I have with it is I just don't think they had Asdaya DNA. I can definitely see them like seeing Asdaya and like, ah, oh, that's a good design. Yeah. I can, we can work with that. I don't have. I don't personally yep. have enough evidence to draw the connection that they actually have dragon DNA in them. Right, because they didn't... Mm. That was the whole point. They didn't get her because she flew through the portal. How would... And they had other perfectly usable dragons. They had Bahamut. They had many of them. Uh, they so... still have Tiamat or whatever. So... Yeah, they had Tiamat well, as they well. They did, at least, until yeah. very recently. Yeah. Um, and they encapsulated Bahamut in a ball. Yes. So well, that's primal version of him. Well, that's Bahamut Prime. But still, I think the especially the exile side of this question, I don't necessarily agree with. Because I don't, I don't think, because they're they're like bird people. Bird dragons. 
No, that's going. I mean, that's like a chicken is a dinosaur. Kind of <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's a stretch. Yeah, but I don't think it's exactly out of the realm of possibility. No, it's not. No. It's always possible. The Alligans did a lot of weird shit. So, I mean, the Ixels in themselves are weird Alligan creations just to begin with. So it's already fucked. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Bless them. Yeah, yeah. Bless them. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if this is ever going to be confirmed or deconfirmed in all likelihood. So if you wish to believe it, it can be your personal canon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if it turns out it's true, yeah, and it does get confirmed, then good spot. But it's mm-hmm. difficult to say. Yeah. Okay. We have. I uh, will do one more. I want to do to the number four one just because it's an interesting mm-hmm. question. Uh, we don't have this, I think, rendered. So <laughs> this is from Inarishima from Diabolos. Uh, hello. I'm relatively new to speakers, but got pulled in from Fallen Rise, like so many others. So thanks oh. for the great. I'm so sorry, by the way. So thanks for the great content to listen to and watch while crafting. Did you enjoy gathering. that Skrillex joke? Hey, I hope you were around. No, didn't, didn't you edit it out with it's the gone. YouTube edit? It's gone. Thing? That's the it's joke, gone. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yoshi P said recently that the Twelve might not all look uh, as they're depicted in Aorcian mythology. He sort of made it sound like there could be gender flips, but I wonder. They're all depicted as here, right? I'd love to hear your thoughts on the possibility of a, for example, Mikote, Menfina, a Rogadan, Limlane, or a Lalafell, Nemea. No, no Lalafells. <laughs> That would make the very weird history happen, considering yes. even just the how Mikote came to be yeah. or used to look like, yeah, which were just the eleven, um, the, whatever they're the called, Mithra. Mithra. Um, yeah, the Mithra. Well, I think that's and just, I'm watching this video every time. Well. I think that's just theory. <laughs> <laughs> I think just scholars have theorized that. I don't think we have any evidence of it. We kn- I mean, yeah, that's true. Well, we know we know that the Elizan claim that they're descendants of the gods, and so that's that worth true. They the, would, though. A, a, I know strong but, claim right there. <laughs> but we we also have theorized that they might look like ancients because they appeared mm. at the beginning of time. Yeah, which you know, that's why the Elizan were like, "Oh, they're tall, just like us. We are the chosen." <laughs> and cha- Chad is correct that Thaliak and Colonne are presented as Ellison. Yeah, I, th- I think most depictions of the Twelve are Ellison because that's the only, like, the reference that exists in the mythology is that the Ellison claim to descend from them, therefore the gods must be Ellison. Um, yeah, but I mean, I just want Twelve big, beefy men and. Yeah, well, we do have a look. We do, yeah, we do also, know how Byragot's thick. Are you going to tell me he's a here? No, he's a Rogadin, for sure. <laughs> well, he's a god. Well, I'm going to tell you that they're not, yeah, they're not any of our races. Yeah, right. They're just massive people. Yeah, they're gods. So I don't think... I mean, the... it's most, ap- it's so, most so. apparent with now Thal. Yeah, he's yeah. definitely none of us. Yeah. But that's, that's a Byragot. A dude ass man person who flipped. Yeah. Mm. So he's a dude ass man. Mm. <laughs> he does right. have a dude ass. <laughs> yeah. He always has a dude ass at one point or another. That's yeah, so that true. Is, that is no here. <laughs> no here I've seen before. Right. I mean, the most human is uh, Manfina so far, whoever it is. Mm. No, uh, Zayma. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Because um, she just kind of just looks like a tall woman. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Big red hat. You have to remember that her arc. eyes are also nice as well. They don't. Yeah. Have, right. They don't have this weird like um, pupilless aesthetic. Remember yeah. that that our races are also like broken. Like they were not like perfect beings as the gods well, as we well. Meant, so yeah. that's why they also we don't fit the be. mold uh, mm-hmm. of our. You know. Races. Well, that's going to be nothing. a big part of the story. Probably, yeah. Whether yeah. the gods, because if they truly are gods, then they would have seen the world pre-sundering, wouldn't they? Yes. Mm. Yes. Yes. And there's nothing to say that they won't have like physical traits from various races. Right. I will say that I doubt any of them will have physical traits of Lalafell. No. Um, but like you might see one that has like a Hrothgar tail or something like that. Mm-hmm. Hrothgar tail. Yeah. Now that would be bold. Uh, uh, like a little Lalafell with like the old. Chantoto, like yeah, the black. Nose. Nose. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, you could you could actually do that as a fe- as Lullafell feature. Yeah, yeah. Pelone just has rabbit ears now. <laughs> <laughs> that would be more. I would be less accepting of that. I think. I think that would be too. How much. would you feel, Mailer, if Menfina was Lullafell? Ah, oh, it'd be disgusting. I'd laugh so hard. I, I, I would think be... it'd be so funny. Menfina has a ma- male Lullafell. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's two. I just like Casadunda. It's two male Lollafells that just have very round heads. You know, <laughs> they, they saw them at a certain angle standing next to each other, and it's just like, ah, <laughs> no, whoa. All right. Uh, <laughs> All right. Thank you. Uh, I'm sorry. I've already. Uh, Inari Shima. Uh, from Diablos. I uh, hope you got something out of that. We need to move on to our main story. Uh, there's a fanbite interview with Yoshi P that we need to go through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one is uh, about... Uh, an old classic piece of yeah. picture. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even try here. I'm like, Dude, yeah, fuck it. Just have the one with him drinking. Um, so this is about making 14 a Final Fantasy theme park and a fan service game. An interesting topic, a hot topic, I think, for some. Um, Final Fantasy is many things to many people, but Final Fantasy XIV gets to draw on the entire franchise. Creative Business Unit 3 is in full swing at the moment. The division of Square Enix, led by Naoki Yoshida, is hip-deep into the Endwalker post-launch cycle of Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah? That's deep. Yeah, I know. Yeah. While also preparing (laughs) to launch the next mainline entry in the franchise, Final Fantasy XVI. In a previous interview with Game Watch, now fully translated into English by Twitter user <laughs> Turquoise Hammer, shout out, yeah, Yoshida uh, Turquoise Hammer, uh, Yoshida talks primarily about 14, but also offers some tidbits about 14. Uh, the Final Fantasy 16 team is comprised of many members from the Final Fantasy 14 team, and Yoshida explained that the transition happened <laughs> toward the end of. Yoshida talks primarily about 16. As in Yoshida, well, sorry, what? What did you, you say? You said Yoshida talks primarily about 14, but also offers some tidbits about 14. Oh, sorry. He talks primarily about are, 16. That is a huge problem. It's so yeah, similar. it's going to be very difficult. The 16... See, this is why some people... I know that we prefer the Roman numerals, but I can understand why in this instance some people might prefer... Yeah. Yeah. Arabic numbers. The the 16 team is comprised of many members from the 14 team, and Yoshida explained that the transition happened toward the end of the de- end of developing Heavensward. As work on Stormblood began, director Hiroshi Takai, s- scenario writer uh, Katsuyo Mahiro, and system designer Mits oh my god, Mitsutoshi Gondai all moved to a small core team to begin work on four- sorry, on 16 scenario. 
Yoshida said that Takai was the right choice to direct because he couldn't spare the time to do it himself, and Takai had supported him during the development of A Realm Reborn. Quote, Back in the very beginning, when we were rebuilding 14, it was Takai who told me I should also work as the game's producer. Takai is the sort of person who can think on his feet, uh, think on his feet like that and say what's on his mind, the sort of person everyone can get behind. So when I asked him what he thought about directing 16, he said... It's definitely a big responsibility, but so long as you're there to back me up as producer, I'll give it my best shot. That's a major part of why he was selected, he said. He also talked about the concept of 14 in relation to the perception of the Final Fantasy franchise as a whole. Yoshida has since gone on record saying that Final Fantasy has to adapt and diversify in the modern era. In this interview, he talks about asking fans about what they want from the franchise and getting so many different answers. Being in charge of Final Fantasy XIV has seen me skipping around the globe, having countless conversations with fans and gamers, he told Gamewatch. There are all sorts of things that players in countries outside of Japan think about, think about and anticipate from Final Fantasy. However, their responses contain a daunting degree of variation. When you stop to think about it, it's only natural. Each Final Fantasy title features a different world and lore, a different battle system, different characters, and a different overall sense of direction. Yoshida also related a comment from veteran Final Fantasy director and producer uh, Yoshin Hitsukitase when he took over Final Fantasy XIV. When it comes to Final Fantasy, the game that carries the series' legacy is whichever one the director at that time thinks will be best. Therefore, you shouldn't let anything hold you back. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah? Um... Game that carries the series' legacy. Mm. I still think... Mm. I think everyone would still agree that the you know the PS one to early PS two era aren't really. I mean, I don't know. Like, well, fifteen so, was the biggest leader. Some claim. I mean, some call it the that the golden era of Final Fantasy, and like the early ones defined it. Those ones. Well, yeah, I think the... really perfected the idea of telling like a, a big story the games post like 10 yeah they were more hit and miss i think than um than the the, the the games before it i will argue though that people that say that that was the golden era they sort of they will ignore the fact that eight wasn't considered a great game in the franchise at the time like it was mm-hmm. There's well, it was some written by uh, some sort of LSD junkie. Yeah, but... but then if you pull if you pull eight out, you're you know you're starting to see the holes in this because then we can start to compare it with post ten, where where we like tend to pull out thirteen, but twelve gets uh, to stay. You know, well twelve gets back seated because it came out at the end of P- the PS2's life. Cycle. Oh, sorry, you're saying P- yeah. Well, unfortunately, so does nine. Yeah, nine, nine gets for Oh, sorry, you're but saying well, PS2 they... era. That's only ten. No, no, no. I think well, it's also twelve in that. But yeah, also twelve. But I do think that gets pushed to the side as, and same with nine. They get pushed away. I think which twelve is gets pushed. Think... Go on. Yeah. I think twelve gets pushed to the side because it comes after eleven, so it makes it feel more That's further also apart true. from ten. And it also they elevenified the combat in in twelve, which I still find a, a turn off. But yeah. I feel like if you say like PS one and PS two, that's like every. Fantasy game. That's the majority of there, them. There's been three mainline games. Yeah. Or, no, yeah, three mainline games since 
the PS2 era, so it's yeah noticeably settled down. Yeah, I mean that mm-hmm. that they've gone from being like three a generation to one a generation. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of. I mean, yeah, I didn't include eleven because no, a lot MMOs of people don't want to include difficult. the MMOs, but yeah. Anyways, well, fourteen I think is more legacy. Uh, likely to have a strong legacy than 11 yes well yes it remains we'll see how accessible it feels with with age i mean we like it because we're playing it right now but we'll see how we feel about 20 years from now yeah Yeah, that's true 11 definitely made a mark back in the day like that was i feel like the people Mm -hmm. that played it then thought the exact same thing comebacks Uh, was in 20 years yes exactly. it's easy for us to say it because we are inside yes the 14 bubble yes yeah hits deep (laughs) <laughs> put us in a museum. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, I can't wait for that. I still think an MMO museum would be a great idea. Yeah, I agree. Come yeah. play it's, patch yeah. 1.2 of World of Warcraft <laughs> when it was peak. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, but like so many MMOs are just completely inaccessible now. Like, yes. Nice. I know, like Age, Age of Wushu. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's brought up too much in this podcast. She <laughs> <laughs> was ahead of its time. The martial oh, arts yeah. MMO we always needed. Mm-hmm. Mm, the MMO we needed but didn't just. Yeah, you didn't deserve. We didn't deserve. Okay. Anyways, back to the interview. Following that comment, Yoshida decided that Final Fantasy XIV should be a celebration of everything Final Fantasy, pulling from every entry in the franchise as needed. Since then, the MMORPG has referenced heroes and concepts from Final Fantasy VI, Final Fantasy VIII, Final Fantasy XIII, and more. Eight's a weird one to pull from. And six is actually a very weird well, one. Well, the race on. series. Yeah, the race well, series. Well, yeah, but six six is very six is involvement the in the Machi game is very minimal. We had Kefka. Kefka also. Yeah, Garlemald but not even really in our world. No, no, no. True, but Garlemald with the Magitech is race six. Gar- yeah, Magitech. The Magitech mounts are all six. So th- there's we that. We do have the Warring Triad. The Warring we'll Triad. So actually, there's quite a lot of six in the game. Bring in some nine, please. Um. Yeah. I know. Nine feels really uh, underutilized in Fortnite. So underutilized. Where is Queen of Quen? Right. We only have Sidon's like outfit, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. And like well, Alexander. We have, we have the Heavens with Hildebrand quest line. Oh. oh shit. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. True, true. But. <sighs> yeah. Uh, it, but it's very minimal. Uh, considering how good it but is, I, quite minimal, I think yeah. it's also kind of the Final Fantasy game that's oh, yeah, the Ozma. least. Com- oh yeah, Ozma. That's true. But again, yeah. little just tiny references. Re- Queen of Quen. Mm. The Prima Vista. Okay, never mind. It's Queen of Quen. Yeah. Queen is right. What is with the name of Quinn's race? Tongue lovers. Tongue lovers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe they could be a tribe in Mericidia. Oh, that would yeah, be cool. Coup. I would love that. Oh, coup. The coup. The coup. Or coup. coup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Interesting. You can do some frog catching. Your favorite part of nine. Yeah. Uh, get yeah. the golden frog. Yeah. Um, there, okay. I, we, I guess there is a lot or of... Or they could just be in a Hildebrand questline as well. Yeah. 
But yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh, I'd love to see them putting in their Hildebrand animation techniques into Quina's face. <laughs> if if Quina if Quina was involved in the continuation of the Blue Mage quest line, that'd be amazing. Yeah, oh, that yeah. would be good. Although I also agree with the playable race. Can you imagine that? Oh my god, we're not getting impossible. any more playable races. Yeah, impossible. You're uh, lucky you're getting female Frothgar yeah. one day. Yeah, yeah. Alright, anyways, after hearing those words, I decided to position Final Fantasy XIV as a fan service title, and because it belonged to the MMORPG genre, I was able to run with an idea nobody had ever tried before and create a sort of Final Fantasy theme park, he explained. Towards the end of the interview, Yoshida talked about the differences between 14 and 16. The former game, being an MMORPG, is about long-term planning, while the later title needs to be delivered in a perfect state. For him, that oh, means only his... more people, more AAA devs thought that. Yeah, bring like bring back the days of when you had to ship it on a disc. Have that mentality. Yeah, that yeah. this is the final product. If you there can't is just a bug, day one patch everything. All if the time. there is a bug, that bug is there forever. Exactly. Uh, for him, for him, that means his focus is firmly on Final Fantasy 16 at the moment. 14 is a title that plans far into the future and executes that plan incrementally. I think MMORPGs are games that let you enjoy yourself in the present while anticipating what lies ahead, he said. Of course, we've also got plans for what we'll do later down the line, but in my mind, I've really flipped the switch from 14 to 16. Wow. Final Fantasy 16 is scheduled for release on PlayStation oh. 5 sometime in summer of 2023. Final Fantasy XIV just released patch 6.2. Okay, we don't need to go through that. We know that. No, no. Um, I think what we did, Mela, in the notes was irrelevant to Lakeel, by the way. Oh. What? We changed all the 14s and 16s. We changed all the 14s and 16s oh, to the numbers. I'm sorry. But I know that you're using an archive version of the notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I did it right, though. All the... Yeah, yeah, you yeah. did. Really you did do it. I was After the trying first very one, hard. Yeah. It was, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I mean, fine. Yeah. Yeah. We, we yeah we can all enjoy ourselves in the present, except mm. the mm -hmm. crystalline conflicts. Although I managed <laughs> to yeah. win street myself to silver. So. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> nice. I am excited. I love the idea of of a Final Fantasy theme park. It's just like you always want one? more. F no, not oh. talking about fourteen. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> Sometimes well, want more from the games that you are interested in. <laughs> I I like I like I like it when you don't feel it. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't want yes. the idea mm. of it being a theme park. Sort of, it sounds gross, and I kind of don't. I don't want like a constructed fake world where it's just no. all fan service. But they've done a good job with like implementing it into the world, so you kind of believe it. Like yeah, mm -hmm. I don't really feel the theme park thing, but I get it. I like when I see the reference. I'll be like, I know do. that, and it. Sometimes you do. Like yeah, the, the most raids, egregious the example raids. is the Omega raids. Yes, yes, that's true. <sighs> that's that that's was true. so yeah. <sighs> Not great execution on that. But but hey, you know what? It could have been so much worse. You yeah. could have loaded up this game. Someone could have been wearing Cloud's outfit from <laughs> oh. Kingdom Hearts One, right. and he has a stupid fucking Buster Sword and right. Sephiroth. Like, hey, welcome to the tutorial. I'm yeah. Sephiroth. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. 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 I feel like, from my knowledge, Eleven does a better job of self-contained oh. world, like its own. Lore. Eleven oh, is yeah. more of a classic Final Fantasy yeah. where it is very minimal it with its, its references, yeah. and they're more yeah. 
Yeah. Other than like creatures. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sid, I hope. There's a Sid Does with the, Sid the most good? scary, the scariest teeth you've ever seen. Um, oh, is he the one with like the wooden teeth? <laughs> Just Google Sid Final Fantasy Eleven teeth, and you'll you'll probably immediately find a picture of. I hope we get this. Oh my. Yeah. yeah. I hope we get to see uh, sixteen Sid soon. Oh yeah, that'll be cool. I, I yeah, love me a good Sid. Um, okay, well, anyways, um, that is, uh, that's it. That's it for today, folks. Um, wow. Thanks for watching this episode of Speakers of Heidelin. We'll be back next week. Same time, same place. Remember to follow on Twitter at SpeakersXV, twitch.tv slash SpeakersOfHeidlin, youtube.com slash SpeakersXV, exclamation Discord in chat if you're watching on demand. Links in the description. Um, remember, uh, if you're watching live, we're going into the post-show. Uh, we'll be answering questions from the syndicate and we'll be premiering the the clip compilation mm -hmm. for August. Uh, if you are watching this on demand and you're not a patron, you can click the link in the description to get to Speaker's Place. It should be out by the time you're watching this on the YouTubes. Uh, all um, right. Yes. We will be doing the double quest review next week. Right. Yes. For real, please yes. make sure to do it. Yep. Be sexy, sexy person, and you as a viewer do it too. So yes. you can. You've had. Eight nine months. Right, yes. Yeah, you could have had a baby in this time, so just do it, okay? Okay. Well, just we'll, have that baby. I don't yeah. know if this scene transition is going to work, so we'll see, because my stream deck seems to be broken after the update of OBS, so let's see what happens. Ooh. See you next week. Goodbye. Uh, yeah. It didn't work. It didn't oh, work. Oh, yeah, yeah. It didn't work. It didn't work. Uh, so right. would you guys steal from PewDiePie? Would you think that's... No, 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 no. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Goodbye. Wait. Wait, no, 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 no. Hold on. Uh, God, I don't have a contingency for this. Let's see. Uh, here we go. All right, let's see you. And stream. All right, goodbye. <laughs>You've just listened to an episode of Speakers of Heidelin, produced by Speakers Network. Producer for this episode was Lukeel Bravestone. Final Fantasy and Final Fantasy XIV is a registered trademark of Square Enix Holding Company Limited. If you would like to support the show, consider pledging to our Patreon campaign at patreon.com speakersxiv or buy some merch at teespring.com stores speakersxiv. Link to both of these sites, as well as our Discord server, is provided in the episode description. Thank you for listening to this Speakers Network production.